And we are back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen who listened last week. This is Christmas Cousins. Uh, my name is Dylan Bellamy. Across from me is Austin Kitchen. We're back with episode two of our first season of podcasting. Yeah, could not go better. We're hoping to give you that same positive energy that you heard last week. Uh, we are coming back. We are bringing a new beer into the situation. We're not going to introduce that yet. We're going to do a little bit of spitballing for a little bit and then uh, get into it. But um, how how was your week, man? How how has your week been going so far on the one Monday and your weekend and everything oh, like that? Well, the Monday was kind of a recovery day. Long weekend, you know. Long weekend. Friday night, Hank Jr., First time getting to see the Hank. Got to give some thank to the Hank, man. Had a great time at the concert. You know, obviously you were there. Trav was there. My aunt and your mom, Sissy, was there. Got my brother to go. First concert for Justin, actually. He had never been to one, so that was super exciting. Yeah, because he, he crawled out from under the rock and went straight to the Marines, man. Oh, yeah. Went to the Marines. He's been gone for the past five years or so. Been in Norfolk, uh, Virginia. He's been in 29 Palms, California for about two and a half years. Kind of came home on us at a little short notice, but that is no issue for us at all. He just got home and sure enough went over this past Friday and asked him, you know, was hoping to move in and everything. Asked him if he'd want to go to a concert, me, him, and Courtney. And sure enough, he did. And man, that Hank Jr. concert was a hell of a time. Glad to see him in. Glad to see the family uh, reunited. What a great concert, though. Oh, great atmosphere and a great place for them all to go. Justin Hank, was in awe the whole time, but who who wasn't? Yeah, Hank Hank has definitely not lost it, which which what I said in yesterday's podcast as well with my dad. Uh, we pretty much talked about the same thing, really, of how he has not aged one bit, man. That's that's a little bit of what man, we got into yesterday. man came out in the hat and a guitar, you know. He has a little guitar strap holding it, saying icon, and there's not a better word to describe the man. It was a great time. Granted, it was a little better time with a little bit of alcohol in me. You know, had a little bit of moonshine before the concert. Got there, had a little shooter Jim Beam. Had a really good IPA from uh, the little stand up there. If you want to try and introduce maybe some of those IPAs, they're out of Cincinnati, so maybe try and get some of those on the yeah, show. Yeah, some here of those, uh, some of that beer stand IPA kind of deal. I had a little Oktoberfest, and you had a flowery one, like a sunflower. The, the worst thing I've ever had in my life, probably. Tastes like grass. Tastes like grass. You know? But no, the concert was, of, a, concert was a great time. It, I was. mean, energy was really high. A lot of people were having a good time, getting a little rowdy. Uh, this past Saturday, me and a couple of buddies went up to Cincinnati, went to the casino and everything, went out to a little bar up in Dayton, Ohio, just kind of hung out. My buddy's birthday was actually today, so it was kind of like a little pre-celebration. And Sunday, went to my first NFL game, went to see the Bengals play the Packers. Great game, great atmosphere. It's just like concert. It was a dope. super awesome time, man. Dope. Yeah, dope, man. Um, yeah, it's kind of more of like a, uh, you heard that. You heard that noise, and what it is is we're going to be opening a new beer that we're trying, or actually, it is going to be an American Blonde L. Yeah, Country Boy Brewing. Cougar Country Bait Boy is what we're having today. Cougar Bait. Cougar Bait. Cougar Bait. American Blonde L. Oh, yeah. We'll be trying the first sip here. Not bad. They're not sponsoring us yet, but you know we're still kind of working out the details with that for future. Holy crap. For future podcasts, yeah, not bad at all. You're talking like um, I'd say like a Michelob, mm. uh, mixed with sort of like a natty. Kind of yeah, a watery beer, a light. That's yeah. really a blonde ale. Kind of a sweet, yeah, kind of a sweet taste to it. It isn't bad at all. Yeah. But as we get into the podcast today. 
not gonna be like we're still obviously gonna uh, be open to a few questions. We had a few questions being sent in. Big shout out to the listeners from last week. We really appreciate all of you. Hope you can stick around and listen to this one and future episodes to come. Yeah. But we're going to get into a, a few different topics. Maybe answer a few questions that some people have had for us. Yeah, we will. We'll get into the um, questions now because we have a question that came in that goes along with kind of what we were going to talk about today anyway, which is really we were going to we had a plan to talk about success uh, at a young, young age. success. Being able, become, being able to come, become financially stable in a youth age, you know, out of high school, during college, and after college, because yeah. a lot of people struggle. I see a lot of friends, and even myself, you know, me and you are on two different ends of the spectrum. Out of high school, you went into the workforce, you know, went to Lyman School there for a few weeks. You got in the workforce, you start working, um, you know, made pretty good money for yourself. Now you're working full-time. Yeah, and another thing to go off of this, um, the – the whole success at a young age thing, that is great. And I think a lot of people should go more into the workforce, you know, but it's not for everybody. College is up there for some people. Oh, yeah. That's kind of my situation. Being in college, it'll pay off for me. Like being first generation, being the first one in the family to go like to a four-year institution. You know, there's been trade schools, vocational schools that uncles, dads have done. But, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm the first one. I graduated in December with a four-year degree in uh, business administration with the emphasis in support management. But something that also had a different, uh, you know, I'm still kind of at home getting through the rest of my schooling. I'm interning Which right is now. understandable. Yeah, interning right now, not getting paid to do it, but I've accrued a small amount of debt. Granted, yeah, that's better than a lot of other people. But you yeah, have like Austin. I got buddies going through UK right now that put their parents in debt, like oh, d- triple, triple, you know, double. Six, yeah, I mean, almost hundred thousand, if not more, in some cases. But then you get yourself. You went out of school. You got a trade. You know, you you sat down. You put the work in, and now you know we're sitting here having a podcast in your home, like your house that you yep. bought and worked for. Yep, and um, so another thing that that goes along with being the success at a young age is you'll learn to find out that when you get into the real world, I would say like step up, you're more of, um, looking at the, you can be intelligent, but you could be not smart, like a dumb as a rock and still, be- or you can be smart as a tack, a sharp as a tack and not intelligent. A lot of it is with who you know, but I think it all falls back mainly on like a person's work ethic. Like you said, you could be somebody that may be more bronze than brains and oh, still dude. make, you know, in certain careers make a but, great living for yourself. Or you could yeah. be somebody that went to school for four or six years and find yourself working a it's job like, and not making half as much as the guy that doesn't have half the brains as you. It's like when I went out to work out of town and stuff, I've met guys that will unbelievably, remarkably do things on the pole that you would never, ever imagine. And people do stuff that you could never think that they would ever do in life. Like their teachers probably looked at them and said, wow. I mean, even my grandfather, uh, which is my mamaw's um, step, or she, he's basically like my step pepal, I would say. Uh, I work with him now. Uh, dude is actually really smart, but couldn't spell the word the. You know, yeah. there, that's a lot. That's all. It's insane what you see. Like I'd be out of town, and there was guys that could um, outwork a horse 
No, oh, 100%. And, and like, could not write a sentence, man. But it, but really go out there and make more money than the teachers that taught him. No, that was like school. Cecil, like Papa Cecil, Papa Robert, both of them dropped out of high school. And they both made good lives for themselves. Doing two different things. Granted, Papa Cecil went to the National Guard, learned how to you know weld, went to the power plants and everything like that. Papa Robert worked his ass off going up to Ashton every day to provide and do well. It comes back it falls back on the work ethic and how bad you want it. But a lot of a lot of the things I think that affect like guys our age or just people in general our age is, you know, a lot of misguidance, especially from a young age in high schools, I feel like they could teach a little bit better, like financially. Like Oh dude. About like taxes. how to do your taxes. Oh, taxes is a big one. That's like the the risk of a credit card. Like I got my first credit card two months ago and I'm twenty two. I, I I'm smart with my money, but just teaching kids to be smart with their money and teaching them credit cards can be great. They can boost your credit, man, they can do a lot of good things for you, but you know, you also have forty and fifty year olds that are still paying off debts, credit card debts that they've had since they were my age. Build that credit, man. That's all I gotta say. That goes with buying a house, buying a car, buying a four wheeler, buying a dirt bike, buying a TV, buying a big red, big red. Yeah. yeah. Yesterday, yeah. If you gotta have credit, but back then credit didn't really matter for them. It was kind of like you walked in there with two stones and a dead fly, and they're like. Here's oh. this brand new three wheeler. You know. Well, all I can say is like, if I was to give a tip. To anybody, any young listener that is like maybe on the verge of considering school or work, really weigh your options. Of course, stay, hey, I'm not one to shoot down anybody's dream. If you have a dream of going to college, becoming a doctor, an astronaut, hey, go for it. If that isn't for you, if you want to, if you want to get at, you know, through high school or even not through high school, and you just want to get in the workforce, hey, balls to the walls, chase get your after dreams because yeah. a dream ain't gonna chase you back. That's right. <laughs> I mean, Best. you just gotta, you gotta do it, but you gotta get your ass to work too. I mean. I'm in college now, but whenever I get out, whether or not it's with sports or not, whatever my job or career may end up being, I'm going to work my ass off because at the end of the day, that shit goes right. It's recognized, like anywhere you yeah. go. Yeah, you know, you get a lot of jobs that way. People know that you work, and people, you know, I started working <clears throat> just pretty much under the table for the first time, first part of my life, and that's what's built every single one of my resumes up to work you know work in high school and then you build that resume man oh building Building your resume is huge there's so much that goes into it that we you know we aren't won't even be able to cover really but just if you're young or even if you're older if you're our age whatever just do your research you know don't go off of what you know other people tell you if you're that worried about it and you're trying to be safe for yourself we have more access to the internet and factual information that more now than ever so do the research yourself. Don't get behind because there's too many people, even people in our family, that have find themselves at 30, 40, 50, and they're struggling, you know, going check to check. One thing I don't want for myself, I don't want for us, nobody in the family or no friends, is I have to worry about money situations. Money gets tight. That happens to everybody. But there is ways to get around. There is ways to not put yourself in bad situations where you will find yourself going check and to never, check. And never let money get in your way of your happiness. Um, I worked out of town. I loved it at first because I was making all this money. And then, you know, month or year, two hits, and you feel like your whole life is gone. Oh, for sure. And, I couldn't even imagine. And, like, even Dad will tell you when he was making $12 an hour, he was living the best life that he's ever had in his life. Well, some people, like, Dad's on the road all the time working out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Like, Dad travels week to week. He's in Louisville this week. He's going to Maine next week. I mean, he's always moving, doing different things with his job. He loves it. 
Some people do. It's made for some people. Some people love it, eat it up, and it's great for them. But Austin said it best. Hey, try. Just find find what makes you happy. Uh, at the end of the day, like all the material things, money, even whatever you get put in the ground, none of that stuff matters to you anymore. Live, live that, that life, man. Yeah, live that life the way you want to live it. Don't worry about what anybody else thinks. Not trying to get all serious on everybody, but, you know, go out there, chase your dreams. Shit. But at the end of the day, do what makes you happy. Do what's going to put a smile on your face. Not anybody else's. But you said we had a few questions come in. I'm actually wanting to hear those. I've yet to hear those. Okay, yeah. We got some questions from a good friend of mine. Um, we got actually a few questions from a couple different people, but she sent a list of three three questions that could eventually make the podcast. We're going to do one or two now and then keep the other ones for later dates. Oh, yeah, for sure. Anyway, the questions also, we appreciate all the questions, and I promise you, especially here earlier on, we will get to the questions. Yes. Like, we appreciate that. That helps us kind of have something to talk about. You get to hear our opinions on things. You know, you know, we're glad that you want to listen to them. But, yeah, feel free to send in anything. We will talk about any topic, any situation. Just, you know, don't expect to always love the answer. We'll, we'll give yeah. you, you know, what me and him think, and we'll roll from there. Yeah, and these are uh, her high questions, by the way. So these aren't uh, these, are, these aren't these are more for normal me, thoughts. I yeah, high questions. You know, do you think that the legal drinking age should be moved to eighteen instead of twenty-one? Which I feel like that, you know, this is going to be moved to maybe twenty-five or thirty. You know. 25 or 30 is what I'm thinking that the drinking age is going to be moved to because they've already moved nicotine to 18. But I'm just saying that's like a fact. But your opinion, you can go ahead and tell move, your opinion. Move nicotine to 21. They done that a couple of years ago, right before I turned 21, so it was never a big deal by me. Um, my opinion on the matter, I think it should be lower to 18. I think tobacco and nicotine products being sold should be 18. I think alcohol should be in be 20, or 18, not 21. And even like recreational marijuana use yeah. 18 I feel like at 18 granted we just want to spew about becoming financially stable and kids not being taught what they need to be taught but I also think in terms of such with alcohol tobacco use marijuana use there is a lot of misguidance especially for young people but at 18 you can even before 18 at 17 you can go into the military if you, you can know. fight your country you can drink a I, beer I feel yeah that's that's my main argument in freshman year of college man like a English 101 class we get to choose our own topic like a controversial topic for our last paper and I'm at this liberal arts school you know in Pifel, Kentucky and I gave my idea to my professor saying you know the argument of should alcohol be for 18 or 21 year olds I went in depth with, yeah, you know, you can serve your country. Justin at the time, my brother, he was he was serving, and he had already been on, you know, by the time he was 21, had already been on, like, a, a deployment. Yeah. And this dude still could not buy his, you know, if you can hold up a weapon and fight for your country, I do believe that you should be able to drink. Not only with that, but, you know, you at that point, at 18, you're considered an adult. But then I feel like there's some really dumb 18-year-olds. I feel like they're... I, like really dumb like the the disrespect maybe if your parents don't want you to do it if you're still under the roof you know which I wouldn't really care but I mean when you're 18 you don't really think about it but well the way I see it is 
there are really dumb 18-year-olds that would misuse it. There's 18-year-olds. Well, now the generation's coming up. When they turn oh. 18, I feel like well, when my kids are in school, I don't want some 18-year-old killing everyone. Even in the past, you, you have all types of kids getting in accidents that are underage, that have been drinking. Uh, one but literally you, last month. Yeah, you yeah exactly. You have that stuff also happening with people that are... 40 years old. Yeah. It's not just 18, it's not 21-year-olds, it's got not 25, Ricky, you it's got 45, Ricky Mack. 50, 65, 75-year-old people who are going out and they're drinking. You got Ricky and, Mack that are, that's hitting the hitting the uh, wine yeah. at 7 in the morning, you know. You got people like that that are on the roads. And it, it comes out, yeah, you have to drink responsibly, but that's why at the end of every Budweiser, Bud Light, Miller Light commercial, drink responsibly. Yeah, I don't think there's any real, like, if you drink... There's no real you can't responsibility. Be responsible. like, yeah, there there is that that goes behind it, but I think that there's a lot that goes with being eighteen, being considered adult, being able to be tried and like you know, even with like going to court and jail, you can go to jail the rest of your life Dude, at eighteen. 18 you, know, yeah. you can you can spend the rest of your life in jail. Granted that's a whole other topic where like crimes and criminal records, but if you, you want know, to be fucked up, you go for it. I think, it, well, not even just getting fucked up. I think if you're 18, I think you have, you should have the right to be able to drink. Yeah, you have the the say so. But, I mean, as we age, we might think differently, but I don't know. You never know. Uh, we're at 17 minutes here, and uh, thank you if you're still listening. Let's get into maybe another question. Hoping another that question, answer. Yeah. Uh, just a, a few opinions. Also, I think drink age is going to be lifted up a little bit more than what it is. But if you look at a list of the countries in the world, the drinking age is 18. And I would be, I'm not 100% sure of the statistic because I wrote that paper freshman year. But I would be willing to say 80%, like four out of every five countries, the drinking age is 18 or even below, or some at 16. Um, in the United States is one of the handful it's almost like how we use our measuring system like with feet and inches instead of you know the metric system it's we're one of the few countries that has a legal drinking age of 21 I just I, I feel as myself in my own opinion I think it should be lowered okay yeah so another question that we have um, would be would you rather know how you die or when you die that's a that's, that's another high thought. You know, we have two thought. more questions, but that's a high thought. I wish I had while I was high because I could really ramble on about that. Yeah, I do. I think that's one that could go either way with me. Honestly, right now as we're sitting, I'd probably rather know when I die. I would definitely want to know when. That way, I can always plan all these big events in my life to just go ahead and do it. No doubt. I don't I mean, really care. Like. I could die of a heart attack in bed. Yeah. And then I know that information. Do I know when? So I'm just going to give myself a heart attack thinking about when I'm going to have a heart attack. Exactly. So it's like nonstop. I'm going to be thinking about when I die and what happens. But no, I definitely want to know when. Whether you live to be 20 or whether you live to be 100, it's the what you do in those 20 or 100 years that matters at the end of the day. So if like I was to figure out that when I died and it'd be like a week from now, I would have the best week of my life. Yeah. So I would what, go you, what even if it says tomorrow, though? Oh, just, hey, take the last 24 hours you got and make it count. You know, live like you were dying, though, Tim McGraw song. You know, just go out there and, you know, ride a bull, parachute, do, do something that you always want to do because why? not you know especially yeah. if you know if you know you have a certain amount of time you can do some of the craziest shit that you could ever imagine and you know that you're good until that last hour see that's that goes in with just <clears throat> what we said just a minute ago live your life you need to be living life like it's 
always you'll never have tomorrow. Like, like you won't have tomorrow, man. There's no, there's no reason not to. You get one of these things, you know. I'm not a person that believes you come back. Like I don't believe in like the reincarnation. Some people may. That would be I, badass. Great for them. Great for them. You know. But I and you know the one life we have that we're guaranteed right now that we're living. Go out there and ball the hell out. Do what makes you happy. Live and do the shit that you want to do. Like me with bull riding. Like I got into bull riding this year. I always wanted to do it as a dream. Yeah, I could have died doing it. I could get seriously hurt. And I didn't have great luck, you know. You could die riding a scooter. Exactly. You know, in a you car. Could die, you can die from three foot in the air. No, exactly. I mean, you got to think. I mean, on the way here or leaving here, something could happen. It's crazy to think like that. And you don't think. I don't think like that. But yeah. I, I go out every day and I try and do something that's going to make me happy. And I do. I don't let the fear of what could happen stop me from doing what I want to do. Like with Borania, I broke a collarbone. I got a knee that's pretty bummed out right now. But I went out and done it. You know? And a broke hand. Yeah, it's the risk to me is worth the reward because at the end of the day, you lived you your life. It, even if you died, if I died riding a bull, like, yeah, that would suck. But I wanted to do it. Like, it's something that I, I died doing something that I wanted to do. So I'm at peace with anything like that. That's myself, anyways. Yeah, dude. I always live life on the the high end of things anyway. Like, I don't know, climbing poles, you know, to even in my job. My job's dangerous alone, man. Oh, yeah. But you got to be, like, you got to be smart to... Well, like, the question, like, high thought questions that were sent into us, like, that they even, like, specified, like, you know, this kind of, like, high thoughts to have. You know, hell, oh, what was I even going with that? Oh, yeah, get high on life. Life Rather than sure. anything else, yeah, just stay high on life. Like, you don't have to touch any drug. No drug is going to do for you. You have to do it for yourself before you should even think about trying any beer or any drug. Or, or Don't do anything crazy by no means. I'm an advocate for weed. I think there is no harm in marijuana by no, no means. And actually, my aunt, I guess you could say, is uh, she's a Crawford. with got Bucky Crawford. He is trying to get um, weed legalized in Kentucky. And he is doing a huge job. Oh, like Maysville, he's at the courthouse every day. He knows all the people, man. He's awesome. He's paraplegic. He has to smoke it to even eat. I mean, man, and that's, he is awesome. Well, that's like my thought process on it exactly. It helps a lot of people. For one, it has like great, you know, people that have cancer. You know, you have you have these people at Car Mountain say, you know, yeah, it may not cure them of their cancer, but it helps them quite a bit. Like it eases their pain, it eases their mind. Well, I know he. He wrecked his car and he can't move anything, move anything on his body. And the only way that he can even eat to stay alive is that he smokes. Yeah, and that's. I just think there's. You know, I don't think marijuana is what people put it out to be. I'm no Joe Rogan. I can't tell you everything that has to deal with marijuana, like all the, all the like, reasoning of why it is good. But I've heard him enough to know. From research, we a lot of people, especially in the United States, have been misguided on marijuana whether it be recreational or medicinal but besides the point just get high on life you know go out there and live life be happy you be happy while you're sober don't rely on any beer any cigarette any any chew any joint be to you. bring you happiness yeah just be you live your life happy find that happiness while you're sober yeah it's it's all right to go smoke every now and then. it's all right to have a beer every now and then. but just live your life and that's going to make you have that you know just you know that sober happiness that's something that you can find in yourself and be happy before you even pick up that first can of beer or that first joint. just have that happiness with you yeah man and that's what's up 
that is um, that's what's up. Being able to say that you can do that with any of those things is awesome in oh, itself. It's not easy. It's by no means is it is it an easy task to do. No, because you got to have money to do a lot of things that you want to do. So then, like they tell you not to work your life away, but Sometimes to do have. what you want to do, you have to have money. Yeah, you have. I do believe that you have to it work sucks. for like what you yeah. what you want, and but it that's sucks. a part of it. That's a part of life. Life isn't always like this great. You know, it's not always going to be this high, high, high. It's not going to you. There's going to be low spots. There's going to be curves in the road. But you know, whenever you hit those curves in the road, like the curves. Honestly, if life, I've always thought, if life was a straight road, it'd go by way too fast. If you never had trials and tribulations, if you never had anything bad happen to you. Then what yep. what have you really learned or grown from? It's the curves and the the cuts and the sharp turns in life that are unexpected and kind of get you down or slow you down. That's where you do most of your learning and most of your growing in life. So I, th- I think those are very necessary. You're not going to wake up every day and be able to go do something new. That's a part of life. You're not going to gr- wake up and have the best day of your life every single day. No, it's but impossible. As long as you work towards it and strive for it, you will find yourself happier. Well, that's than like some of those people online though. They really, they really do live their best life every day, no matter what. They, they have whatever. I don't know. That's what like. We- I bust my butt off. Like, becoming an entrepreneur is one of my biggest goals and accomplishments at the same time. Because once I get off of work, I worked a 12-hour shift today. And once I get off of work, I want to come do this podcast and just work as much as I can. Just podcast, stream, podcast, stream. And it's just becoming an entrepreneur is like a big, big step in everything. Not even if you're a famous entrepreneur, just that you want to always strive to be something else. And because I strive to be, I want to, I want my voice to be heard, you know, even if it's for funny, funniness or being serious, being serious, you know, it don't matter. Like I just want to be an entrepreneur that is heard because I can talk to people if you set me in, down in front of 50 people, I could talk to each one of their lives, each one of them, and they could tell me their life stories. I'm not going to remember it, but I'm going to make them believe that I loved all of that. Yeah, I mean, that's... That's a common, and I feel like I see the same in you a lot, too, because you can talk to people as well. But that, that's why I work with this guy, and he uh, tells me, he's like, dude, you got to start a podcast. All you do is talk. You don't shut up. He said, maybe somebody will listen to you if you start a podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah Which we somebody. have. We've, we've had a few people listen in on yeah, it. So dude, that's a that's, plus. Thank you, by the way. But yeah, when you go, when you talk about the people who are out there living their best lives and have made it, it goes back to kind of what we talked about last week, man. Some people just are in the right place right time. They post the right video. They post, they post the right podcast. Yeah, like last podcast we said that, dude. That's, that's sometimes, what people do. That's you know, sometimes all it takes is that one big breakthrough, and some people get that, but a lot of people don't. You know, there's a lot of people that work a lot harder than me and you that won't ever make it. I'm not saying that me and you don't work hard, but there's a lot of people that have worked harder than a lot of celebrities and a lot of these TikTokers and podcasters that have put in the time and effort, and it just hasn't happened for them yet. I think a lot of it is just catching a break and you do catch something like but if you don't you can't let it stop you or discourage you from going after I feel what like, you want um, how can I say this staying constant oh not, persistent yeah persistent you stay persistent in doing something every single day no matter how hard or how you know how easy it is because setting this up is not as easy as, as what everyone thinks like 
you get in the right apps to where people can hear you and you know it's it's hard man yeah. it's hard to set up like we got the camera coming in for the vi- videos next week we couldn't well working all the time we couldn't set it up for this week but dude it's like working you're working like getting the right data the right apps the right um you know even i'm sitting here right now watching the voice the voice go up and down for the uh, hurts and the... Well, it goes into buying the mics, having the mics ready, checking the mics like we did beforehand, having the monitors, the computers. Putting we that, said it here putting in the work, Putting the work, yeah. Putting in the work before and after the podcast, making sure it's right, making sure you all aren't having like a an awful listen by no means. But it, it goes back to what we were saying about being financially stable, chasing your dream, anything like that. Hey, you have to work for it. It's, it you can't yeah. just expect shit to fall in your lap. It does for tedious. some people and... It can be aggravating when it does, but you can't let other people's successes like drive you down or tear you down. You can't look at somebody else and then become successful and think, man, I wish I was him. Hey, you know, at the end of the day, you're you. Make it work for you. You may never catch that break. You may never end up in Hollywood. You may never be known on a larger or grander scheme of things. But hey, if you chase it, the, the thought of chasing a dream to me, like I, I believe if somebody chases their dream all their life, whether or not they reach that dream or not, they have lived a fulfilled life. Yeah, I but think you so have to well. work. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Working is a working is a big part of my life. I'm I'm around a lot of the people I work with more than I am at home. More than I spend with Maddie or any of my other family, I am with those people. I mean, you're talking twelve hours a day, every day. You know, five nights a week. Yeah. You know, five nights a week. Sometimes six. Sometimes seven. But there, there's, there are perks to working though. Like it does suck pulling long hours. But you know, you're sitting in your own house right now. You yeah. get to come home to Maddie. Everything's right. swell at home. And working on this podcast, it's brought us back together. You know, it's not that we've ever been apart, but we never got to see each other because you. I'm in college. You were working. You know, it, it makes it a lot tougher, especially you make when you're time. You know, make time for the. The great things in life, you know, you gotta, little things. You got to learn to enjoy the grind. You got to learn to embrace it and love the work. You know, you got to love what you do. Work is a whole lot easier when you love what you're doing. Me and Austin love the shit we do. I mean, six out of the, even the day, seven out of seven days, we're talking about this podcast. We're talking about what we're going to talk about. We're talking about who's listening. You know, we're talking about what they've sent in, what questions you all have. And it's dope. It makes it so much easier for me and Austin. We, you know, it makes our job so much easier. But at the end of the day, if we have twenty listeners, if we have two hundred thousand listeners, twenty million listeners, or two listeners, hey, we're we're working, but we're having fun doing what we're doing, and that matters. Yeah, that's great. And actually, we just need an estimated audience of only twenty more people, and we can actually start getting paid on this stuff. So, I mean, if you want to get that up, I will quit my job, and we can do it full time. Yeah, I mean, that's it, no big deal to me. It's up to you all on that one, really. I mean. And if Cougar Bait's out there listening, just by chance, if you're like an employee of yeah. a company, we really, really love your bait, or your Cougar Bait Country Boy Brewing. Out of Georgetown, Kentucky, too, which is kind of dope. But we really love this beer. I mean, I do myself. I can't speak yeah, for dude. Austin. No, too so if y'all want to sponsor us, that would also help financial Dude, situations. I will eventually go ahead and add them on Instagram. That way, you know, like oh. an IGTV, you know, Cougar Beer. Sponsors, oh. please. For sure. Give us free stuff. <laughs> But do we have any more questions? Oh, dude, yeah. She sent in four, you know, like four high thoughts. Uh, there there was another one, actually, that's really funny, but we can... I would love to hear it. We can save it for... Uh, well, uh, let's get into it right now. My buddy texted me and said, Ask Dylan if he's taken down any wells 
and if he prefers them over bone marrow variety. Which in meaning, <laughs> did you take down any big girls this weekend, or do you prefer the the lighter side of things? No I think all women are beautiful, and I think that they all deserve love. No, myself, personally, realistically. Um, I look for the inner beauty in people rather than the outside. No, that's my last little spew of that. Um, <laughs> myself, not a you know, not big on the big, if you kind of get what I'm saying. But also, you know, I some of the best nights I've ever had. Y'all heard the, the energy. <laughs> Energy Nightclub with me and my buddy Anthony. That was a wonderful time. As bad as I may have made it sound, that was a great night. Like, it's been a few years, and I have been to many bars, many clubs, but that one stands out to me. And most of my bar experiences through the alcohol, through the tequila shots, through the beers, the nights I remember most aren't the nights that I'm with the bone marrow girls. I'm with the corn fed girls. You know, I'm dancing. Like, I went to Nashville with a couple buddies over the summer. Um, you know, I maybe I say that I like the skinny girls, but maybe I don't. You know, because my buddy came up to me. He said, "Hey, my dad called beforehand, and he's like, if you can get my son to get with a big girl tonight, I will buy your next one hundred dollar meal." Sure enough, we're drunk in Nashville, Tennessee, man, just having a hell of a time. My old buddy BK comes over to me, and he's like, "I got us some girls," and I swear to you, I thought my heart skipped a beat. I knew I was going to a big corn-fed girl from Nebraska. Girl who was actually from Wisconsin, though. Great girl. Oh, my God. Loved her. They're awesome. Great personalities. Great per. Oh, the best personalities. Sweetest girls you ever meet. What, like, a lot of the skinnier girls that are, like, supposed to, like, preppy, like the girl, model girls or whatever, hey, not very nice. Not very cool to hang out with. Very sneaky. They get them, like... Like, uh, what's it like this? And bitch gazers. Yeah. Oh, just <laughs> make his, just, intimi- <laughs> yeah. just intimidating as shit. But, like, you know, I went over, my buddy's talking to this girl, both bigger, whatever. I started talking to her friend, immediately hit it off. We talked for like an hour. Thought I was going to marry her by then. I'm pretty sure I got down on one knee at Kid Rock's bar. Yeah. But, you know, had a great time. So, Where else would you want to get married at? Ooh. Nowhere. Maybe Vegas. Vegas was a hell of a time. That's something I've got to talk about eventually, my Vegas trip. But, you know, oh, me and this girl hit it off. I thought I loved her for a minute. Yeah, like, she gave me a few little kisses, made me feel good. You know, she said, she kind of booped me on the nose. She said, I could eat you right up. Kind of scared me at first because, like, she probably could eat she me. She could, yeah. She could have played D tackle for the Bengals. I can see her, yeah. Like, she, she, was, she was solid. But I can see her being a middle linebacker. Preferences while sober. I like the bone marrow. I like yeah. the I like the skinny minis. Um, you put one beer in me, hey, it's fair game. Anything's on the table. Oh, oh, dad over here will gladly oblige to taking on any task, no matter how tall, short, skinny, or wide. I'd be happy to get to meet him. Yeah, dude. And I guess we kind of turn like the, we're we're midways in, so but we kind of turned it into the Q and A there for a little bit, you know, kind of basing it no, off of it. I've, I've enjoyed the shit out of it, honestly. Yeah. Good question. That's great. Yeah, yeah dude, good great question. questions from everyone that sent them in. We have other ones, actually. We have, um, we have one more. Let's get them one Do more. Do you think it makes someone sleep? We actually have two more. Two more. We so if two. you want to go through the two more, we can. Hey, I got all go the time in the world. If all they're right. willing to listen, I yeah. want them to talk. So we have two. Do you think it makes someone sleazy if they sleep on the first date? Ooh, 
do I think it makes somebody? You know, I've been doing a lot of talking. I want to. I want to hear your opinion on this first, dude. Do I think that it makes someone sleazy sleeping on the first date? Speaking from a guy's perspective, no, absolutely not. Because you know, I'm trying to get that hitter. <laughs> I'm trying to get that hitter. The first night, ain't shit for a pimp. Yeah, ain't shit for a pimp. Hoes ain't nothing. No, no, I don't think so. Like coming from a dude's perspective, but like I got Maddie in my ear all the time. Yeah, you know that bitch slept with somebody. Yeah, first date. I, I don't know. I would say I'm gonna say no. That's the safe answer for Maddie listening. Maddie, if you're not listening, but no, Matt, uh, definitely. I don't think that it makes you sleazy at all. By no means. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. You know, but some people are like really saying like it's disrespectful if, to yourself if you sleep on the first. But that could, brings us all the way back from you being you. You do you boo. You do you boo. That is like the first fucking thing. Hey, if sex makes you I've happy, heard. it makes me happy. I love it. I want to be a porn star. Yeah, like the shit makes. I got the stash for it and everything. <laughs> If y'all are listening, tune in next week. We'll have the camera up. You'll get to see the porn stash live. It'll be great. You'll yes, love dude. it. If you don't love it, please don't tell me. I'm actually worried about it and what people think about it. But, yeah. There is no sleaziness, I feel like, on the matters of sleeping on the first date. If it makes you happy and the person is willing, go, go for right it. Ahead, go yeah. for it. You know? And the big thing is, that's, a lot of people a lot of like have true sex, love. They, yeah. Well, they get a, like a big connection on it, and when it doesn't work out and that person leaves the other person, it does. People have this persona about sex, in that, you know, people that have a bunch of sex with a bunch of different people are, you know, sleaze either whores or man whores or which sluts I'm or whatever. Like, which I'm feeling like, you know, people like. People find sex as an alternative way of having a, like. Connection. Yeah, connection. You have that connection with somebody, but if you have somebody like it's open soul that is my open soul, that is my friend that I have. You know, she's willing to do orgies, uh, hey, anything, go dude. For it. But they want that soul connection. They're kind of like junkies for like you know the trips. It just depends the on the trips who you are. of life, dude. I think it depends on who you are. Different people are gonna have different like thoughts on it and different opinions on it, as with everything else, but. Opinions and Some asshole. Everybody's wait. got them. Yeah, uh, they're just like assholes. You said it best. Some people want to wait till marriage, and some people can't wait to have sex. And once they have it, they want to keep having it. Hey, that's great. I don't give a shit what anybody does. I don't think anybody that wants to wait till marriage has any place to judge anybody who has sex on yeah. a constant basis. And I don't think anybody that has sex on a constant basis has anywhere to judge anybody that wants to wait till marriage. Me and myself, I know from my religious beliefs, it is right to wait until marriage. I would hate to be stuck in a marriage with a chick that sucks in bed. That like is I, true. Imagine, that is very imagine true. waiting three or four years, getting married, never having sex in your life, and then you find out that you fuck a zombie. Or you no, yeah. bro. Like you wait all this time to have sex, and you go through, and you're a virgin. So like, fifteen years is enough. Fourteen years is enough. Oh, of life. Some but, people wait like 30 years, That's what dude. I'm saying. When they first get married, I know when I was growing up in church, we had some church friends, you know, growing up in church, we had church friends who were very open about not sexually being active before marriage. And, like, you see a lot, like, I don't know how hey, they know. That is or the, the Duggars, mm-hmm. the Duggars, the family of 13 or something, that was a show on TLC forever ago. Yeah. 
they were very open about being like 30 years old or 25 or something like that and never having sex a day in their life. Or Sadie Robertson. Yeah. She was she was twenty something before she got married, and she has never had and sex. I have no, supposedly, I have no judgment against any of those people. No, I absolutely don't think, not. I don't think anybody they else should have judge, any judgment of though. Like judge the uh, poon slayers, as we would call it. The, yeah, if you you're, I mean, if you want to judge anybody, I guess I don't think I don't judge anybody hardly. But if you want to judge anybody, judge people of your own like kind. Don't look at anybody any bad way because they don't agree with what you agree with. If they think it's wrong to have sex on the first date and you think it's right, agree to disagree. And if they can't agree to disagree, drop them. It makes you happy. If somebody's against something that makes you happy, hey, well, that's their loss at the end of the day. But no, final answer is an easy, easy hard no for me on no. sleeping on the first date. It's a mix. It's, it's definitely a no. I don't think so. But you know, other people, I could see where other people would say yes. If you ask me, there's not a greater feeling, though, than being on no. a first date. Like having a good, successful first date. Because you never and know then, where that shit's going to go. Oh, you and then getting the fuck be, afterwards? Yeah. Like, holy shit. Granted, in my time, it's not really gone anywhere after that. I don't know what that says about me in bed. Because <laughs> they usually like, oh, that was yeah, so great. And then they stop talking to me. But, I mean, I'm just sure that they, you know, they're doing whatever. They're probably waiting to come back. But yeah, they yeah, are. like if you have a good it. first date and it leads to sex, that's awesome. That's great. If you have a good first date and it doesn't lead to sex, that's still awesome and great. But yeah, yeah, well, like, I just want. I feel like the people they get there on the first date, I just want to punch in the face. I've never because they're like lucky. I've never slept with a girl on the first date. Well, I've never slept with a girl on the first date and thought yeah. immediately like, oh, she's a whore. That's why she slept with me. Yeah. I thought, man, this girl a connection. We vibed really well. We fucked. You know, now she doesn't talk to yeah, me. That's okay. But you know, we had a good first night. You know, and yeah, I think it, I think if it's there, it's there. If it's not, it's not. But no, it, don't stress. If you have sex on the first date, you're doing great. Do you yeah. keep doing it? If it makes you happy, keep doing it. And if you don't have sex on the first date, hey, fuck off. If you think it's nasty yeah. to have sex on the first date, mind your own. Yeah, and that's. But like, I feel like people that do do that kind of piss me off because I don't get it so I just want to punch him in the face <laughs> I just want to fight you if you actually get that luxury you know yeah like me and Maddie met and we never did no we never not on the you first and Maddie day. waited a while didn't you a while you? yeah well not not a, I'm not a virgin not a while but you know awesome just like the three day mark Listeners was enough aren't, for me hey they're not going to listen if you're a lie <laughs> it's okay to speak about your virginity it was seven months <laughs> no but no, I mean no. By no means, if you, if that's you, do you? You're not getting any judgment from us. And anybody that's listening that thinks, oh, I'm gonna judge the part, hey, fuck them. You got our support. Go for it. Fuck them once, twice, three times, four times. Fuck them every day. If you want to go on a first date seven days out of the week with seven different people, hey, just wear protection. Don't get caught up in any diseases. But go for it. Yeah, we have. Um 42, we're at 42 minutes. Oh, so that's perfect time perfect for our time last question. For our last question. That's what I was kind of thinking, too. So, the, the third or fourth, fourth question, fifth question. Fifth question. Fifth question would be, do you think that aliens are real? Oh, for sure. Yeah, which I feel like we could even take this into the next episode, but we do have, we have endless amount of time. But people that are listening to this later are really dedicated, so we have to give. We will get back a to good, this. Yeah, yeah. We will, we may have like, there, 
a little special podcast, like a little special night where we're, we're going to make a little bit five minute videos. Where we're a little more open. We may be a little more open minded um, on a on a certain podcast. We may have like a little special podcast where we open up to some really like crazy questions in it. And a video of Q and A's, or maybe some five minute videos of answering just one single question. But with this one, of off a podcast, yes, with this one. If Cecil but, Bellamy, if my religious grandfather. Praise be to God, diehard Christian, you know. But if this man that is in church every Sunday and Wednesday, twice on Sunday, can look at me and tell me, well, there's got to be more than us just out there, I don't see how anybody could not believe that there's aliens out there. And I go by what that old bastard says. And he's old. He can't because, see. Yeah. Because this old man, if he believes it, I don't see why anybody does not believe it. Which, yeah, you he's seen all. We are... A pin drop on the grand scheme of the universe. We don't even know what's all out there yet. No, there has. But to I be... don't understand. Like, like, like I've heard before. Ninety percent of a certain population cannot swim. <laughs> Not ninety, but like, like thirty percent of the population can't swim. But we're figuring out shit that happens on the moon. Yeah, <laughs> it's like teach him how to swim, bro. I'm just and saying. then we can and then we can figure <laughs> out what's on the moon. You know, like they're like that dude cannot swim. Like with UFO sightings and stuff, Area 51's pretty like sketched out to me. Like I think people should be. <laughs> I think people should you know know maybe a little bit more about that. It's okay that we don't. But you got like the crop circles and stuff, which granted could be put in by people by no means that like just some crazy shit. There's there's reasoning behind reasons that there is life out there and the reason that there is not life out there. But as for me, I see no reason why there wouldn't be. In a universe as big as the one, as infinite as the one that we live in, there is no reason to think that we're the only living, breathing organisms on Earth, like on in the universe. Oh yeah, there is no doubt in my mind that there's um, a greater a greater force of life. No doubt in my mind. No, not even any not even any signs on Earth. But you have to tell me that our planet is the only livable planet. There's no, no. way. Not for humans anyway. Oh, you but, hear like the stories of people that were taken up in like UFOs and stuff. Hey, granted, those people may have been tripping their balls off on some LSD, but they may may have not ever had that happen. But I believe it could. It could. Or, or not whether even or that not, it could happen. Whether or not they're whether or not they were tripped or if they were just completely geeked out of their minds. Maybe that maybe the aliens some, prey on that. Some stories just are so outlandishly unbelievable and crazy, but they're so they don't miss a beat. There's no ums, there's no they have to think about it. They remember this shit so vividly. And they don't miss a beat when telling Which, their stories, and their stories maybe, stay the same. Maybe aliens prey on like shrooms or LSD or any of those trippy drugs. Any maybe, users? Maybe, maybe, yeah. Any users? I mean, that. in my experiences with it, uh, any psychedelic. Which I've only done mushrooms, but in my experience, I've never been taken up in a spaceship or anything. But I will tell you, in my experiences, there's no doubt that I feel like I could see something. Yeah, and maybe that that's what I was saying. The aliens prey on that just because they know you're doing it and they and like if people listen to you, you're not going to listen because you're literally high out of your mind of what you think that you're high and everybody else thinks they're high, but what if they they prey on that? They, and they not, do they do that. They could pick a weak mind, but there's there's arguments for both sides cuz you know, 
the human brain, we use less than 10% of our brain. We will have to definitely do a conspiracy theory episode. Oh, no doubt. For sure. I always wanted to do but that. But with, like, the mind expanding, mind opening of psychedelics, that could open up, like, 15% of our brain, per se. Yeah, for sure. So that allows us to see visual. You know, some people here on Earth have visuals. They see shit all the time, just and they're put in as crazy. But whenever you're on psychedelics and stuff like that, you, you can see stuff. So... People have the argument that they're just seeing stuff, they're schizophrenic, they're just hallucinating and stuff like that, but I sometimes it just seems far-fetched to just completely put away the thought that there is no aliens and that nobody's ever seen any of these crazy happenings because I feel like it has to happen. I feel like there's definitely something out there and not all the shit that people say is so outlandish and crazy. That to where no. it's I a, completely understand. I completely, completely agree. I think there's definitely aliens. You know, some people definitely go out there and there's animals or aliens, Austin. No. You said animals. Dude, both. Both. Aliens. Both. Animal aliens. Animal aliens. There could be both. It's hard telling what's out there, but if you ask me personally... There is no way that there is not life out there. You know, Reba McIntyre said it best. Is there life out there? Oh, hell yeah. I gotta believe that there is. Reba McIntyre. Oh, what a beautiful singer. A creature, yeah. Um, no, we are at 50 minutes. So, um, we're gonna wrap things up unless you don't want to. This stuff just goes by so fast goes by so fast we gotta get more questions in oh uh, if you're listening still send more questions in uh cause we love to answer them obviously and hopefully oh. that we answered all your questions I mean, or you like to hear our answers to our questions I mean us will definitely we'll, we'll get social medias up we'll get we may have our own page posted up we may make an Instagram account or maybe a Facebook account Twitter account Creature Minds. We'll, we'll get, get on a, that tonight. We'll get a profiles for up for the, all of those. If y'all want to give them a follow, we'll we'll try and post it up on the Spotify app to where you can at least see the ads for our social media accounts that we're making. Send in questions. We'll have Snapchats in there and just send in any question you have. No question is too crazy. No question is too outlandish. You know, be prepared to hear whatever the fuck comes out of our mouths, whether it be good or bad, whether you agree with it or not. But we're going to give you our opinions on it. I mean, we're, we're going to just sit here and spitball what me and him think, and we're going to go from there. Yeah, man. And uh, go ahead and follow my Instagram at Kitchen17K and my TikTok at A Kitchen. And if you can, you know, ask me questions or send me anything, dude, it don't matter. It don't matter. Like you said, nothing's outlandish, and we want to hear them. I'm glad that you guys have set in this long, and I hate to wrap it up at only 50 minutes, but just 50 minutes just drags on, and you get tired of hearing us. I know last time people listened to us for like two days, and they were like, I'm trying to finish this episode. So I was no. like, well, I'll make maybe one 30 minutes with Dad. My, that way. Hey, my apologies for Austin Clout chasing, throwing out the Instagram. I ain't going to do that to y'all, but yeah, any questions you send him or Clout me, chasing. we will be greatly appreciated of all of that. We appreciate y'all tuning in and listening to us, especially if you've around for this long if you put in a if you listen to our first episode and you put in two days listening to us just to get the full episode that does not go unnoticed and we appreciate every one of y'all listening um definitely send in more answers we hope y'all have enjoyed went over a few things maybe a little bit more serious than today got into a few more stories we like keeping it light we try not to make anything too too serious and we don't want y'all to take anything the wrong way by no means but 
we're giving our opinions, we're giving our thoughts, we're trying to keep it light. Some topics are a little bit more serious than others, but uh, yeah, this is this has been a lot of fun, even episode two. Uh, we're having a lot of fun doing it, and we really wouldn't be and couldn't be doing it without even the few listeners that we have, so we appreciate y'all. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, thank you guys. Um, and this is uh, Creature Minds Out. Yep.